So, another episode, other side podcast, episode number five. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Hello. Um, good, I'm good. good. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Yeah, fa- fa- I'm good, man. No, no. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. No, I, I, I realized. Episode, I realized. That's yeah, the no. first time anybody's asked me. How are you, both? I think it's the do rag today. It must be. My boy's <laughs> for <feeling> that. <laughs> Look, once you listen, once you get past the tension headaches, yeah. <laughs> once you get over that, over it's that totally hill, worth it. yeah, it's, it's a good time. It really it's a good time. Now okay. I can just put this thing on and keep moving like nothing's happening. You know what I'm saying? Good time. Plus the waves are sitting in now, so it, look, it almost feels like a little bit of validation. Oh, I think you need cool. to drop, drop wow. a picture. You know what I'm saying? We need, need to drop a pic. Yeah, don't worry. Next time we're about to get the camera set up in here real soon. Yes. So you can see everybody's faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We couldn't do it last week because Stokes didn't bother. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. There's no need to revisit. No, no, I just want to go Let's back. Let's just keep it moving. Okay. Hey, that okay. was last okay. week. Yeah, okay. It's this week now. Today? I did bother, yes. Thank you. Zips is still You're here. not looking great. Uh, thank you, Zabora. You're looking lovely uh, today. Yeah, no. Hey, this, this is what I need. What's happening with you, Zips? You... Not much. I'm doing good. It was a good week. Can't complain. Wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad that was. You had a stellar week. Thank you. Everybody loved you and put on the show last week. <laughs> you know, like mad we fans. It almost felt like we didn't do how mad many episodes by ourselves. Like, <laughs> like today, I, we've never got a comment to say, <laughs> oh wow. Um, like, everyone was like, yeah, yeah, you guys are nice, but, but Zipporah, You just though. needed yeah. a female voice. Like, what is, right? I really think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really think the Soothing, decibel change. Calm. Yeah, no. It's that ASMR it stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now we all know what ASMR is, so we can laugh at that. Thanks so much. Shout out to Custy. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Um, just had a rough week. Really? Yeah. Things are but tight, my boy. Things are tight. Nah, they'll be alright. Yeah. Do you want to share with the group? Ish. This sounds like an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Cash. Yes, this is a It's a safe Cash. space, my boy. It's a safe space. So yeah, yeah. no man. Ish. Um. Yeah. Let me just say. I don't want to pass speech hit a hard place because yeah. some of us are getting retrenched. Oh, that's real, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's actually that's just the the part that just really dented my week. So on Thursday, the speech. No, 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 no the retrenchment. Oh, I mean, so, get you get that right. bad, so, so <laughs> no, on Friday when you serve does with you know they yeah. announced like you know the retrenchment happened. I was like, Ish. I'm like okay. The worst part, man, is when you get the letter, the actual letter of intent. Yeah. When you see that thing pop up in your email. Okay, yeah. Like, mm. Whoa. Maybe let's Actually, let's, yeah. let's run through what retrenchment looks like. Because like I only knew retrenchment as like first and foremost like an old people thing, right? Yes. Like when you're sixty five, that's when that you know that you start that just like young But now we're in a reality where we're twenty six, twenty five years old, mm. fresh in companies, and yeah. automatically we're being met with retrenchment, man. So what is that what is the whole take us through the whole journey of retrenchment? Where does it start and how do you get to a point where now now sure? You're a trench. You're a trench. Well, okay, I'm not really an HR person, but I can tell you from yeah. just the yeah, but I mean from I've your seen, personal, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, for us, it started with the whole restructuring of the company. Mm. So obviously, when there's restructuring, these roles that are gonna get dissolved and stuff that has to go, you know. So it started uh, like last year. So basically, it's you would um, you would uh, get a meeting request, I guess. So the first process, mm. obviously, is that meeting request. Yeah, to meet up with, with everyone. So now the CEO comes, says, okay, guys, this is the new plan. This is the new direction. Yeah. These are roles going to be affected. Then from there, once you get that, then obviously they explain to you the whole situation of what's going to happen, who to talk to. Then the next section is the is the part where they send you the letter now, mm-hmm. the letter of intent to say mm. you're going to get retrenched, yeah. basically. So then, yeah, so we've got that letter. So now... Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to have consultations where they tell you we can either take the voluntary package, um, the whole 
yeah, the whole package that you get yeah. inside mm-hmm. and what, 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 um, so then you get that. So obviously if you don't take the voluntary package, then you're forced into kind of forced retrenchment. So if let's say the cutoff day is next week, Thursday, yeah. and by next week, Thursday, you haven't taken the, the package and let's say your department is affected and your role is affected, then you will, after that consultation, you'll have that whole forced retrenchment to say, listen, you didn't take the, the package, yeah. but your role is, af- is affected. Oh, so wow. therefore, bye. But and you still get your package. Does the package though. get better? No. Um, oh, so it's the same thing. Yeah, because like now with, with our volunteer one, it's a three, you get three weeks of your salary for each year you've been at the company. I understand that. So which oh. means if you're there for two years, you, you get, get six, six weeks, weeks of your salary. That's wild. Right? What? That's wild. Yeah. I thought he was going to say three, three months. Four years. No, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Do you know? No. What? No. I no, thought they. No, I thought they. Wow! Yeah. I thought you meant. I thought you. In my mind. I thought you meant like they're gonna calculate three weeks of salary for every month and no. three times twelve. That's exactly what I thought because because I spoke to my aunt. Yeah. Because she's an HR exec. Yeah. I was like, so, so what does this mean? Three weeks? Because in my head, I'm thinking, Yo, I'm about to get guapped right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get that paper. I'm, I'm looking, about to be good. I'm, I was calculating three weeks of every single every month. month. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, I was calculating. Years. Yeah. I was like, wow, man, <laughs> I can get that Mac Pro. You know, I can. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't even that. I was like, are you serious? Like, yeah, that's how much you guys get. Like, literally three weeks of your salary Damn. for those years that you've been there. So imagine yes, for a guy who mad, hasn't even dude. been there for a year. You're basically Sheesh. walking away with, with almost nothing. nothing. You might as well just stay you until you get... You won't even f- get a month. Yeah. 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 Because, wait, if you were to stay, how long would it take between you... Like, how long is that process between you staying and them actually saying, okay, now uh, I don't come well, back anymore? Well, a couple of it depends on the company. Okay. But in this case, for us, it's like, let's say next week, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I even take the package of that at that time, they will move on onto the forced retrenchments. Yeah. So then that's where now they start calling in. It's like, okay, cool. Listen, you didn't take the package. You have to go. Out. So it could take like maybe about, um, let, let's say maybe, I want to say maybe another month, maybe, yeah. depending on how okay. big or how many yeah. more people they need to get. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. If you're there for a year, then stay the extra of, month. Yeah, month you, know what I mean? you, you might as well get yeah. the, full, yeah. the full paycheck, the nothing at all. Bro. Yeah, exactly. That so, is yeah. so That's wild. Crazy, dude. But it's, it's crazy. Isn't it mad how like we're again this age dealing with these realities? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Like before, I know there was a time when previously retrenchment was a conversation for maybe when you're 60 yeah and yeah. that's where we put that word you know i never True. i never thought i'd be in a space where i must actually be mindful of the fact that at any moment you could I be, be yeah. yeah yeah that's freaking mad bro it's that's, scary man. we've come a long way eh? <laughs> yeah it's scary and it's not and it's, we look around in various industries i mean we actually i saw you retweet the multi-choice thing and yeah. your status multi-choice also just let go off like two thousand something employees yeah. all around us there's just mad numbers of people just being cut off mm-hmm. from various positions i yeah. suppose it brings full circle the the, the sonus speech and what people were hoping to hear uh, at sona this past week was more what are we going to do for jobs man because yeah. that's, I think, where the biggest conversation is in South Africa, unless I'm, you guys feel yeah. differently. But for me personally, it's really mm-hmm. a job thing. I mean, what's the unemployment percentages? I was checking it out and it's like, it's like 27, 25, 27, 25, 27. Jeez. But on that youth unemployment but is like 55. Was 50, yeah, that's yeah. the scary wow. thing. Yeah, that's why I'm going to get you next. It's insane. 55, bro. We're tipping 60% youth unemployment. Yeah. So, I mean, it's first easy. and foremost, maybe retrenchment is a worry you want to have. No, you know? exactly. Just because <laughs> it means you're on you the other side. You actually have a job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. That's a real scary thing. So Sona, this this past weekend, Kasti, uh, you uh, of course, you were watching it and you were well aware of where things are going for you. What were you looking out for the most, and did it did it tickle you in any uh, way? Optimistic. 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I watched the sauna like a bit of it. Yeah. Um. Well, I caught it in me where he was talking about the whole two million jobs in the next ten years. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> not enough. So no. Nah, not D- dude. Two million. Two million in ten years. Ah, boys. In ten, <laughs> in ten years, there's going to be a lot more people exactly yeah. that are exactly. coming into the job market as well. Yeah. Exactly. So two million isn't going to cover the people we have now, and, and the, the people, people coming, coming in. Coming in yeah. It doesn't help anything. So mm-hmm. it's just for me. For me, it just a lot of stuff you were saying it was sound a bit too far fetched because yeah. the there was like no real plan behind it. No, it was exactly. like yeah, we're gonna create these. <laughs> Firstly, it was the two million jobs in ten years. I was like, your timelines are mad. And then it was the we're going to look for the economy or like jobs to grow at the same rate as the population. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I was like, I mean, yeah, that sounds lovely, yeah. but how? But how? <laughs> just yeah. how? That's the dreams that they were telling us about. There yeah. was no really telling us dreams. to say it's going to be done in wara wara. Mm. Like it was all just stuff that was just spat just, out. Just, just flying around. Yeah. Look, it's actually, it's actually, but look, my mom, <laughs> I watched the thing with my mom and she said, she said, in the, when we watched it at night, yeah. she was very, she was, she was flat. So she, yeah. was, <laughs> like she was, she was broken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, ah, okay. Yeah. And then when she woke up in the morning, she's like, yeah, but you know, I mm. suppose everything has to start with a big dream, you know, who your kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has to be a big dreamer. Like everything yeah. was started with a dream. And that's, that's, that's at least what she was trying to console herself with. But two million jobs for young people, not enough. We all agree. Yeah. I liked what he, he spoke a little bit about the fourth industrial revolution, a conversation which we had on this show. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually on episode three, where we spoke about the fourth industrial revolution, everything mm. that's essentially associated with that. They're talking about equipping students now uh, at a at a primary school level with skills yes, to cool carry them stuff. into the fourth industrial revolution, yeah, yeah. which for me isn't. I mean, that there was some, you know, I don't know how. Again, some not, positives. I, yeah. I suppose yeah. you'll be grilled eventually. That's gonna come where he gets asked all these questions. It wasn't all bad, but obviously, if you just look at the two million jobs, I think a lot of people heard million and like and myself, yeah. I kind of blacked out for a bit. But then, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is great. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> and you had the ten year thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, snap. It all comes full circle. Yeah. But ultimately. Uh, oh yeah, before we continue Zipporah did you anything else from you Stokes uh, from Sona that you guys heard that you may have liked may have disagreed with I mean you spoke about crime as well trying to half crime or whatever the case is but also how do you half crime how, I don't know I don't, I don't understand what, he's, what his plan is in terms of all these things like I, re- I read an article I think this morning where like a cop got robbed he stopped someone <laughs> on the road <laughs> eh? he tried to stop someone for speeding he got robbed yeah a cop now how how, how does it affect what's his name Mabena what's his name disappointing us again once again as always you on top of my van <laughs> look I know it's crazy dude oh wow yeah but bro desperate times man you know it what is, I'm saying and they probably is. what they probably robbing for his gun yeah, they, took his, they took his gun, his phone, his money. <laughs> they took everything. They just the uniform. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you have to, you have to talk about those things. Yeah, but how do you half crime? Because uh, how do you, how do you get to a point where crime is just halved? Do you know. mean like he doesn't say? Do you throw them in jail? Because the, putting them in jail doesn't mean you're half in crime. They're still crime. Yeah, no. How do you yeah. half crime? It means you have to give people incentive to not commit crime. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it's kind of full circle, right? Because. If you have a ton of people who are unemployed and can't feed themselves and they're desperate, then yeah. they'll, result, they'll resort to crime. Mm. So maybe if you sort out the education, the employment, as a direct result, like people are going to not resort to crime as much. That's the hope. Mm. Yeah. But again, like 
There was no plan. Yeah. yeah. There was no plan. Given. It's basically going to half crime. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think yeah. that's been the main problem for people. Like, yeah. you know, what's the, to everything he said, it all sounds good, but how are we mm. going to get there? Yeah. That's That's been everyone's kind of problem and yeah. issue with it. And we've, been, we've been on this road for a very long time. You know, if we talk since 94. Yeah, we've had yeah. dreams for 25 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what I think every politician said coming out. Yeah. Malema, everybody who spoke afterwards was like, yo, mm. we've been here talking yeah. about dreams and things. plans of grandeur. But ultimately, what is the main plan? Yeah. So, yeah. Zips, what did you, are you, any wins or losses, hits or misses? Um, A loss, something that I didn't realize. Mm. Apparently, I can't remember if it was 75%, but a very high percentage of 10-year-olds can't read for meaning. For meaning, for meaning, yeah. what does that mean? so they can just read just to read. They can like just read the words. Yeah, they can like I think it's like they can rote read, like they can just read the words, but yeah. they won't like understand, understand it. Oh, the words whoa, that's yeah. wild. Because one wild. of the points he made was that our schools will have better educational outcomes, and every ten-year-old will be able to read for meaning. And I saw that, and I was like, how? What does that mean? <laughs> what does what does that mean? So then, what's say. happening right now? Yeah. And then I was because I was watching with my friend, and she's just like, yeah, there's a stat. It's like. It's high. It's like in the 70s, 70%. 10 year olds can't yeah. read for meaning. That's crazy. So then, when that's like the foundation we're starting yeah. off of, and then you're telling me you're equipping kids for the fourth industrial revolution, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my guy. Yeah. I'm not, these dots are not connected. Yeah, like, because even, even the whole thing of introducing the, the coding in, in coding, school, yeah. for me, it's like the teachers, do we have teachers who even understand? Are they gonna just read? Are they gonna read the book like they did to us? <laughs> okay, guys, go to chapter five. Uh, it says you go control save. Because <laughs> so, uh-uh. like no, because it's a serious thing. Coding yeah. is not just anyone can teach you. Yeah. Because I don't know. For me, and um, that's how I felt when I heard that is that for those type of skills, then I think they should be using platforms that are already there. Mm. Bring them to the schools, like on the online stuff. It works perfectly. Mm. I learned how to do HTML using Code Academy. You know, and because it's very simple. Literally, they teach you like a little kid. They use games. Okay, if you want to make this, do this. Then you do that, do that. And I think that's what they should try and do. But obviously, we know the data situation. And And the thing is, we also... But apparently, that's coming down. He commented on that. Yeah, Yeah, the data situation. But I mean, they've been saying that for a while also. But you know what? You're actually so right. It's it's because all these things we want to achieve and also implement, it's very difficult if you take into account the whole scope of where we are, where South Africa is entirely. Like a lot of kids are learning under trees, in villages. Exactly. So where does that, where do they get the the fourth industrial revolution education in those kinds of places? It feels like, again, like a Model C thing or like a private school thing where the rich will benefit from a lot of Of what you were saying. There's going to be a huge gap. As opposed to the man on the ground. But ultimately, that's what growth and development is. In a place like South Africa, we have to be aware that that gap is never going to close. It's no. only going to get bigger. Let's be honest. No, yeah. No, no. yeah. Between yeah, the rich and the poor, it's never going to close. But I mean, if it wants to be a first world country, then essentially those that gap shouldn't be there. Or it shouldn't be as big as it is. Yeah, right now. So we're always going to remain a third world country then. Yeah, well, listen. That's isn't the gap, isn't like the equality gap the biggest in South Africa? I'm not sure. Was that? It's a possibility. I think I saw this um, in Times, you mean? You mean like in Times Magazine. <coughs> the biggest, South Africa has the biggest quality gap in Africa. Inequality gap. Inequality in yeah. Africa. I flip. I don't know if it was Africa or the world. I don't know. It was a Times Magazine. They had the thing and it was like Santon on the one side and Alex oh, on the other. Yeah, I think I saw and that. it was talking oh, about yeah. the inequality yes, gap yes, and it's the biggest in... I think it might have been the biggest in Africa. Yeah. It's crazy. But if that's the case though, then that's like very sad because... Like, it's 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 like you're saying, who's gonna benefit from it? Because guys, there always has to be that. Gr- I'm sorry, there will always be 
middle class. Okay, middle class is merging with, the, with with actually the lower class now. It is because like now you're gonna have either gonna have rich yeah. or gonna have poor. Yeah, yeah. literally the it's middle class is like shrinking slowly because yeah. you can you can actually see you know, like you look at people you're like those lifestyles are not the same anymore, bro. Dude, you know I read I think I, I, I can't remember where I was reading it, but someone said the middle class like income mm. it's like thirteen k. Yes, that's what was considered middle class. Damn, and it's, yeah. Oh, that means I'm just is, above middle class. Dude, 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's too wealthy, my boy. Yeah, I'm rich. You upper you middle. Wow, you upper, upper, I'm rich. Middle. I'm rich, what? man. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> just, 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 just upper. Oh, Look, it's God. a very scary reality. And what, what makes it even more scary for some of us who have um, come in South Africa from far places, mm. from different countries, is that in all fairness, albeit that we are fortunate enough to work the jobs that we're working, a lot of these numbers and a lot of the way these things will be set up, even the two million jobs, isn't necessarily for us. No, yeah. definitely. You know what I'm saying? I just like, wanted to ask yeah, you guys. it's not like, for us, bro. How does so that affect you I was, I was one time celebrating. Who was I celebrating? I don't know. I was talking to like my sister on the phone. I was like, oh, you know, like this was before the Sona speech. Ramaphosa was doing this whole like youth announcement thing where he's like, we have all these plans mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, give youth, uh, power, empower youth and give mm-hmm. them more opportunities mm-hmm. and stuff. This yeah. is before Sona. This is just when he was serving. Um, and I was really, really excited about it. I was hearing from him and I was mm. speaking to some, what's my sister, some girl on the phone. I was like, hey, you know, she thought she's from Zimosa. I was like, hey, you know, there's all these plans. She's like, mm, hey, mm, mm. not sure. There's all these plans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You nah. skip those plans. So that's, yeah. it's a harsher yeah. reality for us who are here, mm. who were, were removed. And I, and I say removed, I mean, you know, by our parents. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is for, for a lot of us in this yeah. room. Our parents made the decision to say, yo, let's go to this place. And yeah. we came mm. here. And ultimately now we're forced to now adapt to what we're getting. And what we're getting isn't much. You know what I'm saying? Once you're Zimbabwean, oh, mm. let's talk the article. What does it say? Well, it does say the world's most unequal country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll probably have to read that to get some more. Yeah, to get more info. So that article that's Boris talking about did say the world's most unequal um, country. But... When you're from somewhere else in Zip, you know, Stokes, you know, once you, irrespective of if you have the ID or not, as long mm. as the fact that you're Kenyan or you're mm. Zimbabwean, still that non-citizen. puts you, mm. yeah, puts yeah. you in a very difficult But shouldn't that be based that on skill, though? Because, like, you know, like, how people are now fleeing to other countries, like, you know, going to Canada, or they're going to Australia, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you find in Canada there's a shortage of skill, or whatever. Yeah. Here, like, shouldn't we be doing the same thing and be like, you know, if you got the skill, you got the skill, fam. Um, but you know what I think the sad reality is that there aren't enough jobs for even the locals who have the skills so I my undergrad I did chemical engineering and my class like we we graduated and stuff there were a ton of people who got similar grades to me South Africans Mm. who didn't get jobs Mm. like Mm. there were just zero jobs that's why I just swerved the entire sort of engineering sector because I knew if you're not gonna because you had burst, like bursary programs who weren't even accepting their bursaries because they had no jobs for their bursaries. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're not accepting your bursaries, yeah. if you're trying to look for people, you're not coming to the permanent resident non-citizen. Yeah, you're yeah. skipping right past me <laughs> and trying to find <laughs> yeah. a citizen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the unfortunate thing that's happening in South Africa. But then when people see that you're not just losing your non-citizens, you're losing your citizens your as citizens, well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think when like when I was, I was watching Cut Blanche like a, like a like a month ago, mm-hmm. they were talking about the same thing. Like people were just leaving, and you know people were saying like 
people are leaving i mean obviously because of crime mm. or the economy and stuff like that because i mean like even now um this week i read an article about nespers because like nespers now is going to go and list yeah. on i think in amsterdam or something like that mm. so basically they're pulling out money out of the country mm. you know obviously and, it's just going and they're like one of the biggest companies yeah. in africa you know mm. let alone not south africa so it you know you also ask yourself if you see big companies like that pulling those kind of moves mm. it's like damn it's really scary there yeah yeah like it's, it's really scary for just you as an individual mm. who's not even making billions and billions of rands yeah, yeah. i don't so, know where yeah. we go to from here because this was this was this was everyone safe haven. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we oh, came true. for a better no, life that was the yeah. thing. you know what i'm saying like I this is where we all came for a better life the 75 percent of us in this room our parents moved to south africa for opportunities for there were better job opportunities for them there were better education opportunities yeah. for us and now you're seeing a large amount of our generation moving Leaving. out mm. yeah mm. so this is just no longer the place that you come mm. to for opportunity you have to move because there's nothing to look i was unemployed for how long was unemployed for stocks maybe like two years yeah i think about two, two years yeah that's a long time bro mm. pretty much got everything i learned like oh so by the way like it was actually quite crazy because for two years you'd be on the couch and you, you're shooting ma like major shots bro but then yeah. you realize especially in my industry you go onto the websites and stuff and uh you look up journalism whatever media jobs whatever yeah. the case may be and on that uh if, if you guys have gone to like careers or whatever it shows yeah. how many people have applied for that yeah. same job yeah. and you're like number and it's crazy. 2500 <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah. what this is for one job where yeah. all fifteen thousand of us survive yeah. this opportunity so i also at some stage was like you know what mm. i'm gonna have to pack my bags and, and move to germany move yeah i picked up the language for a little bit did a mm. bunch of classes you know preparing myself for what was coming next because <laughs> my give sister lives there yeah, i was supposed to give, give us a taste there. no 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 but no, I, no, no, i'm not just gonna shoot you the dog no no those who know know I don't know. Yeah, but even if I lied to you, how would you know? Okay, so say it, and then people will tell us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's I'm no sure, need for that. I'm sure oh, okay. we must have a German listener. Some guy wasted his money. Don't be that way. My mom listens to this. Um, so, <laughs> so, so I was also preparing myself for that reality of yeah. going abroad, and then ultimately I was denied at the gate. They're like, yeah. hey, where are you going? <laughs> at the same time, over there, they're like, yeah, also, but we really want a bunch of people coming yeah, here uh, yeah. and kind of like, you know, messing up with what we got yeah. going on. Because yeah. they set themselves up proper over there. Exactly. My sister was there, and she, again, um, she painted it like the land of milk and honey. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. Like, I in Europe, mm. yeah. things are good here. No, but mm. thing, things work there. That's the nice thing. About yeah, it. yeah, like, yeah. Things work. Infrastructure, like um, transport system, like everything just, it works. So it's very attractive for someone, especially yeah. a young person to go there and, you know, to kind of build their life there just because compared to Africa, compared to South Africa, things work a lot better there. The pay mm. is, I guess, a lot better as well. Although, things become more expensive because you're dealing in, in euros and a lot yeah. of times you're going to be converting. Yeah. So you think it's expensive in that sort, mm. but they take care of their people. Yeah. Like people don't pay much for, you know, like going to the hospital or, yeah. you know, what, what, they what pay, but it's not, it's not much. Oh. It'll be like a, so maybe like it's a like five year, your... 10 year thing. Oh, they pay, they pay out of the, tax? their taxes. Yeah. But then if you go there for like a consultation or whatever the case oh, okay. is, it's going to be yeah. like something small. Yeah. Even when you're getting medicine. So things like that become very attractive to, to yeah. the young person because yeah. you're thinking, sure, even if I go there, like I'm setting myself up nicely. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I guess in that sense, it's, it's attractive compared to what you have here and what's currently going on what's right going now. On, yeah. where, you know, if you want to go to a private hospital, you're dropping mad hey. money. Hey. Mm. Okay? Mad cash. Oh my goodness! Actually, 
story to share. Yes. Oh, yes. So because I quit my job, I'm like between medical aids. But what I between medical <laughs> Oh please. Okay. Oh, what, what <laughs> is that like the political? Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, okay, sure, sure. Okay. I don't have medical aid at the moment. <laughs> Not in South Africa. <laughs> right? All right. So I so as we're speaking about yeah. this, I'm actually moving countries. So I'h going to be gone for at least two years, maybe more. Where are you going to go? I'm going to the US. Why? Why are you going to the US? I'm going to school. I'm going to go studying? do my MBA. Oh, there we go. Where? What school? At Harvard. Oh, Zipporah. right. Okay. Please don't get shot. No, they're not shooting people <laughs> in Harvard, bro. No, no. But let me tell oh, you, I was doing a... So you have to do this like security briefing. They send you the security briefing. My security briefing was a 10-minute video from Homeland Security no about what to do in a live shooting situation. What, what did they tell you to do? Literally, that was also the thing. Their options Shoot. are Get run, hide, fight. Run. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> run, like I'm hide, pretty fight. sure I could have... Are you going to fight that's bullets, what it's, bro? It's, that was the summary. <laughs> run, hide, fight. And I was like, I could have gotten this. Thank you. I mean, oh, in the oh, moment, you could, I'm pretty sure those two yeah. options would have oh. presented themselves to you I mean, in the moment. <laughs> you didn't need Homeland Security. Be like, hey. uh, by the way, <laughs> do I have three? There's no fourth option. Right? Uh, no. Nothing. Run, hide, fight. Sheesh. That was, those were my options. Are you a run, hide, or fighter? I'm Huh? What are you? Runner. I'm running. What am I fighting for? You okay. can't outrun a bullet, though. I'm just saying. Just no, run like this. Run in, in zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, eh? No, I'm running. I'm okay. definitely running. So uh-huh. in between insurance. Um, I mean, yeah, life insurance. Health insurance. Yeah, medical aid. Medical and aid. so I had to get, there's like a bunch of vaccines and stuff that I need to get before I go. And so I go to the pharmacy and the lady's like, oh, you don't have medical aid? I'm like, no. And then she like types the things up and she's just like, so you said you don't have medical aid? <laughs> 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 and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no and she's like okay do you want to know how much it is and i was like yeah guys three vaccines cost me 1900 rand and then i still had to go see the doctor so he could give me the vaccines which was like another i think that was like another 450 for the consultation sure. and then i still need to go back for the second round of yeah. vaccines so in total <laughs> it's like 5000 rand that i'm spending just for a few like just for some shots. Eh? I got, I got I a story like, to I add on like top of your story, Zips. What? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's devastating. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't sound sorry, my boy. No, I'm very sorry. Okay. Last year, I had an incident. Was it last year or the year before? It was last year. Was it last year? It was last year. Sheesh, I'm going up on the one year anniversary of my incident. Yeah, I know. So, one of the best you know, yeah. Everybody knows the story. Okay. Fell, I fell, um, had some issues in the bathroom. He took an <laughs> decisive nap <laughs> in the bathroom. Went through the window, went to a private hospital, right? So I'm in there living a good life. Uh, and then I'm laying there. <laughs> Guys, uh, can I just say, we went to go visit this guy in the hospital. <laughs> and he was lying face up with both his hands on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Stokes. Stokes. Okay, yeah, bro. That's how oh, the nurses wow. put me, guy. Oh, 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 okay, carry on. I'm trying to stop the blood going to my head, Stokes. I mean, so I'm laying in the hospital. I'm having a good time. Uh, and then the nurse comes into the room again and she says to me, she says, hey, listen, how are you feeling? I'm like, ah, you know, you know, you know, you're, when you're sick, you start, you start, you want to overplay it. You yeah, know? Yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. down, so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. after And then she's like, yeah, listen, just the thing is, you know, it's almost like half past one or whatever the case is. <laughs> so if you stay past a specific time, mm. the hospital will charge you a gang yeah. for um, another day's stay. Yes, yes, yes. So in my, you know, I'm incoherent, but I'm like, oh, 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 I'm not just. <laughs> she's like, oh, that's about 10,000 rand. Hey. That's when you wake up. I hit an undertaker. <laughs> I hit a. Oh. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm feeling all right. 
I went, I went, and I sat, and I sat in the freaking uh thingy room oh there, bro, just waiting. Like, nah, yeah, I'm not about to. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing to, this. I'm not about to get involved in that, bro. I had some wild stuff, bro. Like, I'm uh, good. Yeah. That's crazy. Number ten k. Recovered, oh my. Imagine, no, no, I'll, I'll sleep on my bed. I'd rather go mess with my springs at the crib. I'm a, that's Medicaid that's experience. Ridiculous. So but Medicaid is expensive, guys. Nah, it's Yo. insane. It's crazy. Yo, it's crazy. And you need it. So, you so, know, so it's sorry, a, like for with the medical aid thing, nah. Cause I didn't realize. Cause now nah, I went. This was my employment. Now it's the first time I'm on a medical aid on my own. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I was on my aunt's medical aid. So I don't know how this stuff works. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's like, okay, it's two years I've been contributing. I'm like, ah, no, my funds are nice. Yeah. They're contributing. So someone's like, no, dog. After each year, they get reset. They get, yeah, they get reset. Mate, I went into I went into my medical aid recently. I was livid. Really? I was like, how how can I have this much? The like, savings. Yeah, the savings because I was, didn't know that it gets reset. Only recently I learned that every year it gets reset. So I'm like, where does that money go though? Like when it gets reset though? That's cryptocurrency, my boy. Just disappears. Valid question. Magic got upset by that. I wasn't aware. Maybe that describes that big building that's in Santon. Hey, very my fancy. boy, I'm just you saying. never know, yeah, dude. I, ch- I changed medical aids actually, yeah. so I was on one medical aid. So I had savings at the end of it, right? Yeah. When mm-hmm. I left, then I told them, "Give me my money, cause it's mine." They told me I need to go get an affidavit. I need to go to the police station. I'm only going to get it after like six months. This there was a whole mm-hmm. story about getting my own money. That I contributed to the scheme. Mm. And I'm going to call it a scheme because that's what it is. <laughs> no, yeah. like it is. <laughs> dog. It's quite crazy. But I suppose that's why, the again, we go back yeah. to moving abroad and why it looks so lucrative <laughs> is because even though the trade-off is like hectic yeah. tax, you're still, you know, these things are taking you care still of. You still be yeah. sick and be nice. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I mean, can, not in America, though. Oh, yeah. But in Europe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, America, you're pretty... America's, this, America's here. Yeah, Just no. fancier with the accent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's mm. been the same thing that's We're happening in America is happening right here. Yeah. United States of Africa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's actually the same thing. But have you guys done any, like, I was reading up about Norway. I'm not, not, yeah. Okay, well, if you were to go mm. somewhere, where would you go? Oh, tricky. And why? I was I was looking at Toronto, like Canada, yeah. just because Canada's taking mm. everyone. Yeah. But then also, it's going to be so cold. Yeah. Yeah, no. That, that cold's yeah. like a different I type of cold. That, That's a throw-up so, so I think I'm going to have to swing Europe away. Because even uh, once I'm done with my MBA, I'm picking up debt. And I'm picking up dollar debt. Are you yes. about to be that American student? This, this typical story we have about yep. American students with, with student loan debt. I'm, I'm about to be that That's student. about to be you? What helps, though, is that I'm black and I'm African. And there's always someone who's trying to slay, save oh, the Africans. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Me, I play on that guilt, eh? Yeah, I'm no, I playing on all of that guilt. I'm so happy to be a rich person's passion project. Yeah. Or like, yeah. this is where I contribute <laughs> back to the continent. I'm all for that. Dry lips, lips. Babes. Yeah. You know, I just need, need to, to get, get a, like fly a fly that rotates closer. <laughs> <laughs> the fly that I refuse to swat away. She's from Africa. That's <laughs> actually quite crazy. So but yeah, where? I'm picking where up you? like where in your. Oh, you're picking up dead. Oh, you're yeah, I'm yeah. picking up like easily around a million rand worth of debt from two you years. Buy I understand you that because I was supposed to go to Canada to go study. Oh yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. Hey. Guys, ne, I calculated that school fees. It was fifty thousand yeah. dollars. I calculated that into rands. I'm like, that's almost five hundred. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like, hell no. I was like, no. And also, the, the crazy part was Sheesh. that they required you to have a certain amount of money in your account. Mm. 
And at that time, I didn't even have that money. Yeah. Canada's better. Guys, as I was doing this loan application process, I realized why Americans are in debt. Yeah. I got approved for a loan for like 650K what in knowledge? all of 10 minutes. I literally clicked this button, clicked that button. Did you, put, ma- did you make that the Rand equivalent? No, that's the Rand equivalent. Okay. 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 So in dollars, it's like 54000 okay. about. Okay. $4,000. And that... That entire process yeah. took like 10 minutes and they're like, congratulations, you've been provisionally approved. <laughs> and I, I literally sat there looking at the screen and I was with my sister <laughs> and clients. I was like, "How? what? Yeah. I was like, they didn't ask me for like Nothing. bank statements. Yeah. Literally, they asked for my uni acceptance letter mm. and then now that I've gotten my visa, I have to just upload my visa. So ah, it's like proof that I'm uni. going, going. You don't pick on a featured uni. They'll fetch you, but it's like, what why is do? it that easy? Yeah. Like, surely you need to be doing more, like, check something. It's easier than here in South Africa. Ooh, I'm saying to take out a loan there, is it easier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. In America? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Guys, I got it approved online <laughs> in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, no, obviously, yeah, no, okay. I know. I hear. They'll ask yeah. you, tell me, do you own a company that's written? <laughs> what, what? Okay, do you stay at... <laughs> Uh, sorry, sir, we cannot approve the loan. It's different, bro. It's different, that shit. So we're going around. Uh, Europe, Where though. you want to go? Where in Europe? Um, and do you have a reason why that particular country? I don't know. See, before, before Brexit and stuff, I would have said the UK just because I grew up there. So, like, London is familiar. Yeah. Now it's a bit tricky. Now I, now I actually don't know. Yeah. But there are countries around Europe that just have really great like cheap school systems yeah. look after you the medical aid like stuff like that and like the lifestyle is good i was in amsterdam and i was like y'all are living lavish here yeah. my friend moved there recently and i was there visiting her and she was like yeah they like really look after you here like <laughs> people are just like they just want you to have like a good lifestyle yeah. and make sure that like you're okay yeah. and i was like yo that that's what i want no. hey. no. Maybe that's why we need to go to Amsterdam. That's why we need to go to Amsterdam. So where else? Kasti, where would you go? Um, Yo. I've never really thought of Europe, honestly. Like, where would go in Europe? Um, Where in the world, though? uh, I just want to go to a small island. Is it? (laughs) Small (laughs) island, make beats the whole day. (laughs) And just send them out. No, no, but seriously. You can do that out of... You can do that (laughs) out (laughs) of... You don't need to go to... I think uh, I think I would have gone to the UK, and I think I still will go to the UK. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I just like the place. I like the weather. Um, wow. Yeah, I really love Has the weather. Said no Do you like ever. cold, mate? Huh? Do you like the cold? Yeah, I love cold, bro. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Like, I like it. And also, I don't like when it's too sunny. You know when it's like in between? You don't know if it's sunny. You don't know yeah. if it's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah that type of thing. But I think I would move to the UK, though. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I think I'd go to Spain. It's very relaxed. People there are so chilled, mate. <laughs> That's so what I'm looking like. for. More of you, my boy. Yes. Hey. Eh? Huh? Stokes was looking for naps. Guys. Uh, yeah, yes, looking for naps. Naps in the sun, <laughs> dude. People were literally sleeping like on the on the side oh, of the road. Oh, I actually saw like that when I was in you Italy. You saw that also. I was in Italy and I like I'd been sighting whatever, and I was walking through this park to get home, and I fully saw men in suits. Yeah. Lying out on Taking the floor, naps. It's real. like on the grass in the park, and I was so perplexed because I was like, "Are you on your way?" <laughs> from work yeah. are you going back Doesn't to matter. work like I was relaxed people are super chill there <sighs> that's a lifestyle yeah but, but gardeners would do that stuff uh, bro you go to the park <laughs> and try to garden and go 
That's because of a hard day's labor. I'm just saying, like, I've never seen you sit on just like, and then just, just did. Hey, yo, I was walking past Dude, Jubilee Park, and this guy was If you got your, your head on your shoulder like that, that's how you're sleeping. That's hard work yeah. slumber, my boy. That isn't, I'm having they a good time in the sun. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's slouched out like <laughs> that. Good time in the sun. That's how crafted me. I would go to Norway. You know, Norway is actually rated the, the happiest country in the world. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Was it Norway or Sweden? It's Norway. So the list I'm looking at is uh, by the UN, according to the UN, mm -hmm. as of April 2019, it was Norway, Iceland, Netherlands, Switzerland, Sweden, New Zealand, Canada, Austria. Damn. Happiest countries yeah. in Wait, the world. Wait, did you say Ireland? Iceland. Oh. I just want to be happy, man. You know? Because Norway, I don't know if you guys know what's happening at Norway. They got like massive oil reserves. Yeah. And what they do is they don't actually redistribute that money that they make from the oil. The government just keeps it. Yeah. So technically, every oh, every okay. Norwegian mm. individual yeah. is a millionaire in their what? currency. Yeah. Mm. Because if they to redistribute the 800 million they have in reserve yeah. that they've made from oil money, yeah. each person get like a million from Damn. that money. Hectic. It's crazy. 800 yeah. billion, sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So Norway, obviously, uh, it's the same <coughs> model, right? The European model yeah. of like, bump up the tax super high yeah. and that way education is free healthcare is free yeah. transportation yeah. is free but also in Norway they have this thing where <clears throat> it's all industries uh, that you guys are in right now like the accounting and the whatever um, what is the word? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know what you need consulting it's cool let's go with consulting yeah. <laughs> those industries they don't get paid as much in Norway yeah. Right, um, they get paid a little bit less, but obviously the trade-off is the fact that mm. there's so much government, uh, what's the word? Subsidized life. Subsidized living yeah. Yeah. that you don't even need that much. Do yeah. people on welfare in Norway get fifty thousand dollars a year? What on welfare? Yeah. On welfare, dog. That's welfare living. That's crib living, bro. I can just go there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's so that's obviously now if you go to like American politics, that's what Bernie Sanders is trying to push when they yeah. talk like bump up the tax and stuff and then everybody can live nice. Yeah. And I and I thought about that in South African context. I was like, is that possible? Mm. I don't think it's possible. I don't think so. I, I think we're a lot closer to what China's doing. I yeah. think we're a lot closer I think to what that's China's why the Chinese doing. are also coming here. Now. Yeah. Mm. We're a lot closer to that. Because China, obviously China, they managed to turn around the economical situation in a mm. in a massive way. Yeah. They were at one stage just the pits and now <coughs> one of the superpowers you they know local although they're, and they're still a developing country by the way mm. so they, you can yeah, be like a, yeah, a strong right. economic yeah. powerhouse without yeah. necessarily being a developed country but China have really changed their fortunes around and that's because you know how they did it you know industries and trade and all mm. that kind of stuff but ultimately the trade off with that is there has to be you know the people yeah. who are at the ground mm. making everything mm. you know the people who are cutting everything up yeah. or stitching everything together and they're going to be the unfortunate ones so i'm like more resigned to this idea that in south africa it'll always be what it is right i just think how can we make a more effective situation where everybody at least in some way shape or form is benefits benefits yeah even if your benefiting isn't per se as much as yeah because this whole idea in our minds of us closing that gap between rich and poor and everyone's living nice and oh it's all good and dandy I don't think we're going there as let me not even say South Africa as Africa in a whole. Yeah. I'm from a country where there's like 95 percent unemployment. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> no, do the math on You've that, seen bro. This all. 95 percent. Yeah. At what stage are we ever going to close that gap, bro? Yeah. How did it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's why the informal yeah. sector then becomes such a massive. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Massive yeah, yes. Exactly, exactly, and I, and I suppose even when you create what type of when Cyril talks about two million jobs, what type of jobs is he creating? Also, yeah, hey, that's, that's another question. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he did mention which industries that they're looking to grow. Did he? Though. Which ones? Yeah, did he I say? just can't remember which ones they were, but I know okay. agriculture was one. Yeah, that's one. Those jobs, bro. Yeah, but yeah, mining, those mining. Items. Yeah, it's those kind of jobs. Bro. But I mean, you also then look at countries like Rwanda, 
like Ronda's doing very well right now and they're also doing this thing of buying locally and things like that yeah. they're building their own people yeah. you know they're bringing so many like factories and things like that to the country and they're actually they're starting mm-hmm. to excel now you got but I think the thing is with some somewhere like Rwanda okay South Africa's population is what 50 57 <laughs> <laughs> sorry Rwanda's population is Small. 12 yeah. million according to Siri so yeah. they're starting off like a much smaller base yeah. Yeah. and I think it's easier to like implement some of those things when you're starting at a much yeah. smaller base mm-hmm. also Rwanda had a lot of aid yeah. Just because of the genocide and trying to stabilize yeah. that political situation, they had a lot of aid. I think in South Africa that wasn't the case because no. the West just wasn't about yeah. segregation, apartheid, yeah. all that stuff. So I think that's why Rwanda is able to do it. Also, with Rwanda, they have a dictator, but it's a benevolent dictator. Yeah. Mm. Like he's held control and he has really worked to turn around that country. Mm. And I think, like, in my mind, I'm not I'm not sure, but in my mind, like corruption and that sort of stuff, those rates are a lot lower yeah. somewhere like Rwanda. Mm. And it's because they have such a strong person yeah. in power who the people, mm. though he's a dictator, the people yeah. love. Yeah. And so like follow him and will go according to those mm. plans. In South Africa, corruption is rife. It's, Every couple yeah. of years we're changing. It's someone with a new agenda yeah. who's like not trying to see through the plan of the previous person. Mm-hmm. So then it's a lot harder to sort of maintain that the tr- the for me and this is where south africa stands right yeah. it stands on on on, a, on this like line where it's like the, the trade-off would be if you want to bump up industries and all that stuff and stuff you need foreign investment yeah. but there's people in south africa who are saying no more foreign investment because they're only taking from us yeah. what mm. should be ours yeah. so rather we you know do it ourselves yeah. which is kind of what Zimbabwe went in and said let's go do it ourselves you know uh, just build our industries farming went back to the people the land was given back at some some extent to the people that's where South Africa kind of finds itself right now do we allow still I mean there's so much already foreign investment here but do we bring in more or do we now say give it back to the people do you know what I'm saying I think foreign investment isn't foreign investment in itself isn't a problem I think not just South Africa, Africa as a whole has just been terrible about negotiating the terms of the foreign investment. It can't be an issue of foreign investment where we then mine these resources and then you take them. Yeah, It has to be foreign investment in that we mine the resources, we'll process it and we'll sell you a finished good. Because that's where the money is. The money's in the finished good. So, and... I just don't think Africa has been good about negotiating those terms of the foreign investment. Mm. So foreign investment in itself isn't bad. It will create jobs. But the follow-on on actually making sure that the revenue from that item, whatever it is, comes back into the economy is making sure that we're selling finished goods. Mm. And that's about better negotiation. Mm. And that's why we're busy buying inflated like things are like inflated prices and stuff. Yeah. Like, how about we make gold here? Why yeah, are we why is it, yeah. paying so much for mm. this stuff? It's like we'll mine it Mm. So Ship it I off. can't remember what the what exactly the the commodity was. I think I was having this conversation when I was in, in Nigeria. There's a certain commodity that they have. They like mine it, produce it, it gets shipped, it mm-hmm. gets processed, and then they buy it back. Yeah, which and is you, yeah, they buy it back at like a premium. Dude, at yeah, a premium, it's, it's, they it's buy even, it back. It's even, yes. it's even in in, in Zimbro. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, he's in agriculture, and he was telling me we mine. Um, Mine or farm? Farm, sorry, farm. Uh, is it maize? Yeah. And then we still need maize still imported into the country. Yeah. 
even still. So they, they they farm it and stuff like that. And then still they need more maize coming to into come the in. country and things like that. I think obviously that's more buying it at a higher price. Yeah. Now that's a different situation, right? Yeah. I just mean, that's where we are as, a, yeah. as Africa. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We're at a stage where agriculture used to be like the core in terms of what we were yeah. doing as a, as a, as a continent. Yeah. And now not so much. And now quite frankly, it should be. Food yeah. security yeah. is a huge issue across across the world. Yeah. Yeah. And food security is always going to be a problem. People yeah. are always going to need to eat. And mm. Africa has some of the What are your guys' thoughts, land. just in the dark, what are your guys' thoughts about like an African Union? Like just as, well, when I say African Union, I mean uh, what we, uh, just a, the European model and how they do it there. I know there's a, we have an African Union, but I mean mm. to collaborate, maybe kill the borders you know free movements oh, tra- those kind of those kind of ideals how do you guys feel about that would that work in this place in africa would that make sense i think in terms of free borders it won't work right now and that's just because of the disparity in terms of the different countries and you know the living conditions and things like that opportunities and things like that as well because when you see the eu all those countries in the eu they're all more or less in the same on the same kind of level, although some places are more expensive or whatever the case may be, mm. but they all have, you know, sort of opportunities and things like that. Mm. Whereas in Africa, we we haven't gotten there yet, but I think we need to create certain vehicles or structures that will allow trade to be cheaper or n- not free, but to be a, like a lot less than what it is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in Africa, we have everything. Yeah, You've got all the resources here. You know, farming, agriculture, whatever the case is. So if you if you're farming and producing stuff, and uh, you processing everything all in Africa, and you're just trading between the different African countries and make it cheaper, mm. you can just get everything. Yeah. Now all that stuff that you've now produced, now you the excess or whatever the case is, then you ship it over overseas. So I think it can work, but we need to put certain principles in place first before we get to that point where it's board. It's a borderless. You know, union, union. a border state. In time, I guess, but it's it's difficult. But I know, I think I, I, I read somewhere that they they're trying to create this like um cheaper trade agreement between all of Africa, mm-hmm. and they're just waiting for like a few countries to like just sign it. I think right now it's just like different blocks. Like the, there's the East African Community, yeah. there's the West African yeah. Economic mm-hmm. Community, yeah, SADC. So I think different regions are trying to do it. Mm. Uh, but I don't know if there's been enough sort of thought and planning and being like, as company X, we have this, we need this, that yeah. other country has it's it. Got it. Let's and then let's figure out yeah. how we move resources around around the continent to yeah. make sure that everyone has what they need. Yeah. But I just don't know if like Africans are united enough for that. Mm. Just like That's true. in their thinking and like... I just don't think we have a common goal. I think the EU, I think it was the EU, it was sort of founded on the back of the world wars. They were like, yeah. we never want to have another world yeah, war like yeah. this. And so the best way we can avoid a world war like th- like to this extent is to make sure that everyone is somewhat comfortable and there isn't yeah. this huge disparity. Maybe it's just because Africa hasn't had its own version of a world war that it's like, y'all will figure yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want the world war though. you have? No, 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 not about the world war. It's very. Why don't you have a? You never thought about African Union? I don't think that far. (laughs) (laughs) Cash money. By the way, boys, we're almost at the top of this uh, of this episode. But I wanted to ask. Um, there's this thing that I I was I was checking out. Did you read that? Yeah. What does it say? 
it's talking about the free trade agreement. The free trade agreement. Yeah. Is it in play? So they're saying, yeah, it's, it's almost there. The free trade agreement yeah. across Africa. Across Africa. It's almost there. Yeah. So, but okay. no go, please. Just, just think about something like the free trade agreement. I think there's just, in order for it to practically work, a lot needs to be done in terms of infrastructure. Yeah. Because definitely. majority of African countries are landlocked. So yeah. it's not like we can just ship it from our coast to your coast. Mm-hmm. So the railways, the roads, like those things also need to be yeah. be in place. But um, I think if there's an agreement and it looks like the agreement is going to go through, that's that's the, that's the first step. So we need that bullet train, hey? We need that bullet train. <laughs> Yo, we, we need that bullet train. To build that bullet train. Yeah. I had one uh, lost notion, but I suppose that's episode six conversation now. We have to, uh, we've filled our quotes in terms of time. Thanks so much, Sips. Elon Musk needs to come over. But that's one thing we all agreed on, right? Uh, double M. Get Elon Musk back. Oh, Musk. Elon yeah. Musk. What did you hear? I what heard Musk. Oh. That's what I was like. Huh? <laughs> Musk, you we need to save you. the... Musk, you we say, love you, Double save M. Save Africa, bro. <laughs> Elon Musk needs to come back and contribute. That's what I'm saying. Why yeah. do we have one of our greatest minds? Angeke. Building He's Los not Angeles. coming back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Be at peace with it. He's gone. He's gone. Ah oh, man. Looking at I'm, I'm almost as an advisor. Yeah. I mean, Elon Musk is trying to figure out how to build populations in Mars. Surely he can do a little. He can do something. He can do something. Listen, Throw us an idea. I'm telling you, we'll be sorted. Fourth Industrial Revolution will be sorted <laughs> we'll be now. Done. I know now it's weird because now the blacks are like, oh, you guys are saying white man was coming yeah. save us. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe there is a black Elon no. Musk out there. No. Whoever has the huh? skills. Yeah, okay, so let's not say Elon Musk. Yeah. Whatever, if you're black and have the skill show, you come. <laughs> actually, you come please come on our show and tell us how you would say But it. actually, yes. I heard about um, in Ghana, there was a man in. Oh, flip, I can't remember. Basically, he created the first design and created the first car in Africa. Oh, yeah. I can't yes. remember the brand that. of the yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. And I, he I also created. There was something he created that even the Europeans wanted. So maybe it was just like. Apple, Look know? around Africa. Let's those go fetch. Very, those Europeans are going to take it and make it theirs. Let's oh, go fetch we, coffee from Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> coffee from? Ghana. Ghana. No, like coffee. Like, you know, all Ghanaians, it's either Kofi, Nana, Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. oh, wait, yeah. is that their names? Yes. Yeah. Cash money. Okay, I learned some today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys. Another episode done and dusted. Zips. Uh, yeah. Good to be here. Even though you keep saying boys. Yeah. It's fine. You're the You're part of the gang, Zips. Zips, but you're part of the boys gun. Huh? We the boys. It's like, it's like if it's not a, gender specific. We the like, boys. Ah, okay. Do we call auditions for a strong female again? Because <laughs> I feel like Zip is a strong female. Actually, actually. I'm going to be out in like six weeks. So, ladies, start Yay. sending through those clips again. Yeah, yeah. Now go back to ground zero. She's going to Harvard, guys. She's <laughs> leaving us. She's going to be with Elon Musk now. Hey. Now we're going to change the world together. Talking about, can Zip just come back? <laughs> Let's just come back and help us advise at least. Advise yeah, another one done and dusted, boys. Have a good time. And girls. And, gr- and girls. Please. I'm excited. Boys and girls. Don't have to look. The boys is not gender specific. I feel like Although that. it sounds oh, like it. Let's not have this conversation. Let's not have this conversation. The word is very gender specific. Hey, this is gender specific. Boys with an X gun. Yeah? <laughs> oh, okay, bye, guys. Hey, Until next week. <laughs> Yo.